listening to The Atomic Geeks, a podcast covering movies, TV, comic books, video games, and everything in between. So geeky. Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of The Atomic Geeks. I'm your host for this installment, Andrew Bloom. I'm calling in from London, and I'm enjoying a Bud Light with Lime. Uh, let's see who we have around the casting couch, shall we? Hey, 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 it's Michael DiGiovanni. I'm in Toronto. I've left my stage mom at home. And tonight, I'm drinking a Great Lakes Brewery Orange Peel Ale. Oh, hi, everyone. It's uh, Christian in my sub-sub basement in Oakville. Very nervous about reading this script today. And to make my uh, ease my nervousness, I'm drinking a giant bottle straight from the Molson Breweries of Black Ice. Black Ice, strong beer, 6.1% at 1.18 liters. Oh, boy. (laughs) I got to follow that shit. Uh, Mike Downs here (laughs) in Halifax wearing my pajamas, and I couldn't think of a witty movie reference. Um, I'm drinking uh, some of my Molson Dry clone beer, but I've realized I need to make up new names for beers, so maybe we'll uh, have something clever to say next week. Downs a killer ale. Good luck with that. <laughs> well, I'm not going to ask you for your help. Asshole! Especially not after drinking 1.18 liters of beer. Isn't that I do like, it all for the listeners. Isn't that, you gotta work isn't that practically a growler at that sense? <laughs> yeah. What's a growler? A growler is one of those giant big bottles that looks like you'd put in like a jug band. Yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't have uh, handles, but it's pretty big. <laughs> it's pretty big. Uh, you have to work tomorrow. Yeah, whatever. Hey, this is work right now, baby. <laughs> As uh, you guys have probably guessed, uh, this week we're talking Hollywood. Uh, more specifically, we're on the casting couch. Uh, but first, before we get into that, does anyone have anything that they want to chat about? You know, I, I did. I, I'm not sure this really qualifies as geek news but you know i just thought that with with what's been going on in hollywood lately um you know it was worth mentioning the passing of this icon you know we have i would i would you know question if you could turn on the tv and not see this guy on television in the past 10 years i mean he was an icon you know and i'm talking about billy mays (laughs) <laughs> knew you're going to pick someone different. Then. I thought you were going to say Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Billy Mays, isn't that the guy with the beard who sells the uh, OxyClean? Yeah, that dude was huge. Yeah. What, did someone else die? Super yeah. goo and something like that. Downs, mm. obviously, come on, man. You know that Ed McMahon yes. does. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> you are correct, sir. You know what? It's funny because uh, I was having this conversation with somebody at work, and it was like, wow, what a strange slash frustrating week uh, for basically someone our age's pop culture. Think about that. How much mm. did that age you? Basically, the co-host of TV's Bloopers, one of the Charlie's Angels, and the friggin' Scarecrow from The Wiz all dropped dead in a span of a week. How like how I, old did that make us feel? I think it's funny that you refer to Michael Jackson as the Scarecrow from The Wiz. I had to throw, <laughs> in, I thought, in, I had yeah. to throw in an obscure reference there. I was going to say you couldn't say the guy from the Moonwalker game. <laughs> I was going to say that guy who got off of raping two kids. <laughs> oh. Zing. Zing. I'm I don't just think... glad they got those three celebrities out of the way, so the celebrities could feel safe for a good period of time and provide us with quality entertainment. <laughs> yeah, because if only two had died, you'd be like, who's going to die next? You know, oh, my God. That's all like, oh, my God, not me, please. <laughs> you know how it always comes in threes, but then unfortunately for Billy Mays, that you're always three stars and one D-list star die. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay, and the only other question I wanted to ask, is it too soon, too soon for Michael Jackson jokes? Yes. Can I, can I throw one out there? No. <laughs> Come on. It's not too One? soon. People have been throwing out barrage of, of Michael Jackson jokes. So, yes, I would say go ahead. Okay, here's here's one joke. I've heard a lot that are in poor taste and they're quite funny, but uh, you know, actually, Michael Jackson didn't die of a heart attack. Uh, he actually died in the children's ward having a stroke. Oh, no, but the, honestly, the real reason <laughs> doesn't that, even the real reason that Michael Jackson doesn't even acknowledge the joke. The real reason that Michael Jackson died is because he uh, ate some ba- uh, like some really bad twelve year old nuts. <laughs> oh, that's even worse than mine. 
<laughs> All right, let's beat it out of here and get, get over to, to Michael Jackson's going to kick your ass because <laughs> yeah. yeah. he's bad. Come here, I got one glove ready for you. If he's in Michael Jack, if he's in heaven, I'm not getting him. <laughs> we, already, we already know that. Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, well, you know what, though? To, 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 seriously, though, as much as we joked, I, d- I do want to throw out there that I watched Thriller this week, and, it's, you know, all the crap is out there. And that's still a pretty damn good video for all, you know. And the only, I, said on, I said this on Twitter, too, was that at least maybe now people can forget how much of a pervert and freak the guy was and maybe remember he made a couple really great albums in the 80s. Well, you, know? you have so, to, in all go. seriousness, though, you have to admit, Michael Jackson was one of the biggest entertainers of all time. And for our generation... Is he's like our Elvis Presley, maybe a little more creepy and probably a little more white, but he was he was our generation's Elvis Presley for sure. No, I agree. I think his passing is clearly uh, paralleled to Elvis Presley. I think that is a good example. He is a wh- whatever you want to say about him, as crazy as he fucking got in the last fifteen years. He is an icon, or he was an icon. And it's also funny, too, that when you brought up Elvis Presley, how the similarities between them in the sense that there's almost two of them. You know what I mean? There was almost an Earth-1 Elvis and an Earth-2 Elvis because people <laughs> like to remember fondly the younger, cooler Elvis that made all those beach movies. But yeah, then there was the right. fat, bloated Elvis that died at the end. Remember, I think everyone's going to try to fondly remember, you know, Thriller, Beat It, Michael Jackson, and not the strange, you know, uh, mask, white, robot, pedophile yeah. that happened, yeah, you know. Yeah. They'll try to fondly remember the young Michael Jackson and uh, forget the fondler. Yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to, I was trying to think of a way to get fondling in there. Good one, Andrew. <laughs> All right. Enough with the Michael Jackson. Let's get on with our uh, task at hand today. Um, like I said before, this week on the Atomic Geeks, we're, we are Hollywood casting agents. Uh, I've got a bunch of uh, open spots to fill, and we're not leaving the couch until we fill them. First thing we're going to do, I, I picked an easy one. Um, there is a, this movie coming out, I believe, in 2011, and we have talk, talked about who we would cast, or at least who some fans would cast in this role. I'm talking Green Lantern. I, I want to see what everybody picked, and let's see if we can come to an agreement uh, which would be a first on the Atomic Geeks uh, for who you would cast uh, in the Green Lantern role. Now we're talking Hal Jordan, not um, you know any of the other thousand. Kil- Kilowog. Wait, <laughs> yes. I thought we were going to be casting Nord. Yes. <laughs> can, can I throw something out there though? I just thought that might be a good thing for us to do, and maybe the the listeners to do as well. Um, maybe you want to, if if you're not you know running while you listen to the Atomic Geeks, maybe you want to open up a browser to IMDb. Yeah. Because I think. Like me, personally, I don't know a lot of actors' names. I'm going to describe characters from other TV shows. But uh, those that I do know, some of them might not be uh, easily recognized by their names. So yeah. I've got a browser open to IMDb, so it might be a little bit easier for the discussion. <laughs> so, like, just so, so, Andrew, sorry. So just so we'll be prepared here. Downs' is, uh, g- casting for Green Lantern is going to be what's-his-face. Yeah. yeah, or it's a game of charades. <laughs> okay, he's got a face, and he's got the thing with the hair. You know that Fuck guy? You. That, you know that guy? He always wears that shirt. He's got that stuff. You know, that guy. <laughs> All right. No, he's got the face. Well, speak, the, speaking yeah. of speaking of downs, let's start with you then and see if you uh, actually have a okay. game for Green Lantern. I do. Um, and let me first say that I'm not very good at this game. Um, th- I, I hate this topic. Uh, no offense to Andrew for picking it. I just I, I'm I'm not very good at, at imagining people as other people until I see them in the roles. It's just not something I happen to be good at. Right. So I did. Ha- I did have to uh, tap. <laughs> my wife for this um, to, to get some uh, input. I think we all and, uh, hoi, hoi, hoi. Oh, 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 <laughs> Hey, 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 that's my wife you're talking about now. Um, let me see. Uh, the guy's name is John Ham. I think it's spelt with uh, one M. It might be two. And he's actually, um, I, I was, so how I, how I did this a lot of the times was I went to Google Image Search and typed in the character's name. So I went into Google Image uh, Images and, and typed Hal Jordan. And someone else had this picture up. And so this John Hamm dude is from... Um, Mad Men. Uh, n- uh, no, no, he's from... Um, <laughs> yeah, he's from uh, Mad Men. Uh, no, uh, no. Um, oh, he, well, he might be, but I'm thinking maybe it's a different guy. I've never seen Mad Men, but he was on Stargate Atlantis. Is that the same dude? I don't know. I'm the John Hamm that I know is the uh, guy that's currently starring in that show, Mad Men. And he was on okay, an episode of Pretty Rock. Dude. A couple episodes, actually. No, this isn't the dude. Oh. It's uh, so maybe it's only one M. I'm just I'm just re uh, 
IMDBing him here. But he's got he's got dark hair. Pull up an IMDB if you can. Um, and uh, the picture that I saw. So you know, part of the thing I thought about Hal Jordan was, um, you know, I, I did John yeah. Hamm and I pulled up an Asian guy born June 9th, nineteen seventy eight. <laughs> so far, this is going extremely well. He hey, lives we're in not, California, we're, and he is the CEO of Popular Mountain View. We're going for a radical new direction with Green Lantern. <laughs> we're not doing Tom no, but Kalamuki here. That's <laughs> uh, a little Green Lantern no, inside joke. In the Pacific Rim. Inside joke. <laughs> Sorry. No, but uh, just to get back to like why I chose this guy was because the thing is with Hal Jordan, I thought was you know. Um, Hal Jordan's a little bit of an older guy, you know. Um, we went, we we discussed this on email, you know, about Kyle Rayner versus Hal Jordan, and, and I'll probably get beat up for this, but I, I'm not a big Hal Jordan fan. I wasn't reading superhero comics when he was out. I started to when Kyle Rayner came along. So that to me, Kyle Rayner was was a great Green Lantern. But think about Hal Jordan; he's a little bit of an older dude. You know what I mean? He's probably what in his late 30s, 40s. So I wasn't looking at any youngish actors. I was looking for someone who's a little more a little bit more established. Uh-huh. Um, I'm just still trying to get to uh, Stargate Atlantis well, here actually, on IMDb. John Hamm was actually one of my short choices for a Green Lantern, and I know he was not in Stargate Atlantis. It was on 30 Rock and Mad Men, but that's a pretty good choice. But that wait, but what you were talking, but you can't say that that's a good choice if you're talking about a different fucking dude with the same name. Well, I don't know because this. I actually was thinking of John Hamm, and his name is J O N H A M M. So my John Hamm is a pretty good choice. <laughs> I'm gonna but it's not wait, wait, okay. This guy's name is Joe Flanagan. I don't know what the fuck happened there, <laughs> but this guy's name is Joe Flanagan. <laughs> So what kind of clever so, ruse are you trying to pull here? This guy's got an eye patch. <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 never mind. I was going to say something. It could be turned racist. Um, uh, yeah, so he's a pirate. No, he's Latino. Um, Joe Flanagan. Look up Joe Flanagan and tell me that dude doesn't look, couldn't look like a little bit like, uh, I'm looking at a Jordan. picture of, you know, he's not good. No, I don't like him. <laughs> Fuck you. All right. Well, I'm Vito. All right, Christian, what do you have to, to, to combat that if it's not John Ham Flanagan McMahon. Uh, I counter uh, his Flanahan uh, with my pick, uh, which is Thomas Jane. Uh, no way. Yeah. Thomas. Thomas Thomas I don't like Thomas he, Jane. He played uh, the Punisher. The Punisher. In, in this, actually, not the recent most Punisher movie, oh. the one before uh, this dude. Um, the one after Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, look him up. Um, he, he, I think he's got all the friggin' structural features of a good like. And, and I agree with you, Downs, on your side that he should be a bit older. And I think John uh, Thomas Jane fills these uh, friggin' requirements. He's a friggin' square-faced dude, and if you put that green mask on that friggin' noggin of his, I think he would uh, hit it out of the park. He might, yeah, he might kind of look like it, but he's just such a smiley guy. Like he never, I don't know, like he doesn't seem to be. Tough enough. Not that Green Lantern is really well, and I mean he's, he's also Punisher for Christ's sake. But yeah, yeah, he's a to, shitty actor. Oh. Why? No, he, he's, he's not a shitty actor. He was on freaking Arrested Development. It was freaking hilarious. I don't think he's. Uh, he was on uh, Arrested Development. Yeah, he played one episode. Guy. Oh, one episode. Yeah, you're right. Okay, sorry. One don't... episode don't don't make you a great actor. Sorry. I don't think he's a bad actor, but I have to say I think he's a little bit too uh, grizzled. To be Hal Jordan, I gotta be honest. Just, you know, shave him up, freaking clean him up. He's got a cleft chin. He's pretty freaking good. I disagree. He might have the. He, okay, I'll give you that. He does have sort of that superhero type chin and face, but I didn't. I didn't really see. I didn't really see that. And if I can jump ahead of you, DJ, because I'm talking and I'm always talking. Um, one thing that Downs had talked about. You know, if if they had decided to film Green Lantern ten years ago, I would have said Dennis Quaid. I know he's a bit of a quirky guy, but he's always in good shape, kind of has that face. He's a bit old now for the role. Um, and I've also heard that people were talking about Ryan, Ryan Gosling to play the role, but mm. I think he's too young. Yeah, but, um, I've seen both those names thrown around. My, my problem with Dennis Quaid is I can't think, help but think of like Jerry, the Jerry Lewis movie and like, you know, like his curly hair yeah. and his voice is a little bit too, you know, like um, just to, to switch gear, uh, to another reference. Like I, I can't watch Will Smith in the movie Ali because I'm like, that's Will Smith. Wait. And I think that that's that's the problem that I think that uh, Dennis Quaid suffers from a little Dennis bit too Smith much. Dennis Quaid was in a Jerry well. Lewis movie? He, he played Jerry, Jerry Lee Lewis. Lewis, not Jerry Lewis. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, sorry. what, what, like, what's <laughs> Jerry Lewis in? Jerry Lee Lewis. Yes, Jerry yeah. Lee Lewis, exactly. Yeah. He had those balls of fire. Because when I heard the curly hair, I'm like, is he talking about inner space? <laughs> <laughs> Quality movie. Quality movie. 
But back to back to what I was picking. There's an actor. He was on Alias. His name is Michael Vartan. I think he kind of has a look for Hal Jordan. What else um, is he? He would in? need to beef up a little bit. He he was in 96 episodes of of Alias. Uh, let me see what else. Oh, you, oh, so that that must have been the guy that she ended up dating. It was her Mary. handler that, from yeah from uh, yeah. Alias. Yeah, yeah. That's not a that's not a bad choice. He's a little slender, but not that's that what, Hal Jordan that's is a fucking saying. big would, guy. No, but that's he would a, need to put on man's... 20 30 pounds probably. He's not bad. Uh, he's not bad. I he's think a poor man. Think... Thomas Jane is what he is. No, fuck no, that. Thomas Jane is a poor man. Not Michael Vartan. I expected everyone to say you are the best. I think we just forget the rest of the picks and go with Thomas Jane. No, I I like. Well, Michael. maybe that maybe that big fucking jug of beer is starting to go to your head because you're fucking off your rocker, buddy. <laughs> and I think the other one that I the other one that I picked and didn't end up choosing was that George Eads character from CSI. He was the dark haired younger guy. I can't remember his name on the show. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. The guy who got in the Quentin Tarantino yes. episode was locked in the coffin underneath yeah, the ground. He has that really square jaw. He's got the dark hair. I think he could pull it off, and he's in he's in good shape. But I just didn't find he had the what the uh, guy from CSI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's too stocky, I would say, and short, too yeah, and short that's and stocky. Why I end up choosing that's Michael Vartan. I, I like your Michael Vartan. Michael Vartan is, is not a bad pick. So what do you got? Yeah, what do you I'm have DJ, to counter my Michael Vartan? Well, I'm, I will say first, I think yours is the strongest of the three. I'm going to take a bit of a different approach because I do think Hal Jordan, for the origin story, will be a bit younger. I do not think – I'm not going to pick some fucking Zac Efron 19-year-old actor, but I do think people like Thomas Jane – uh, is a little uh, a little too old, and I don't. I, think I the, will agree with that. Yes, I do I will think. Agree, yeah. I do think they will not for the origin story. I agree with mm. what Down said about uh, if you were casting Kyle Rayner, you would probably go. Uh, I don't want to say teen heartthrob, but much younger. But I think they're probably mm. going to look for someone in the twenty-five-ish area. That's I gotta say, Ryan Gosling's really? age is probably right. I don't think Ryan uh-huh. Gosling is right. I think the person who makes the perfect Hal Jordan right now is Captain Kirk himself, Chris I Pine. Know. Yeah, I yeah. think you love this dude, man. No, I think if he, with a different haircut. I think he could definitely pull off that sort of machismo bravado of, you know, the airplane pilot, Hal Jordan. I think he's got a good look. Jordan is not a, uh, a he's not a muscle bound guy. So I do agree with what you guys were saying about the CSI guy. He's got a good look to him. A little bit too short, a little too muscle bound. I think Michael Varton's a good choice, but he's skewing a bit older and he's a little. Uh, well, what age, what age would uh, Hal Jordan have been when he. Got, got the, the ring. ring. Yeah, it, that's debatable. Wasn't he, wasn't he in? I thought he was like mid to late twenties. Yeah, that's thing, what I'm he was saying. Already a fighter pilot. And Mike, I, I guess Michael Varton is sort of pushing forty, isn't he? Yeah, that's what I'm like. And I definitely thinking of a movie too. The first film, it's gonna be someone that's not like in college, but it's going to be a guy that's in. To your point, mid twenties. I that's the. I'm pretty sure the way they're gonna go. I think they would be – I really don't think they're going to push towards Thomas Jane, an aged actor. And given he's already got the history with those shitty Punisher movies, yeah. I uh, – Movie. Movie. <laughs> See, I, would, I, I would personally – like I like your choice. I'm not going to argue because I think this guy did an awesome job as Captain Kirk. But that's the reason I'd stay away from him if I was casting him because of the fact that you know he signed on to mo- multiple deals – with the Star Trek movies, he's maybe not going to be available, and he's going to be known as Captain Kirk. And when you try to pass off to him as two main guys, it might get a little bit. Well, in, think in about it. It's like think about it. Christian Bale has shown the ability to be able to pass off franchise films. He's been recently been put in John, as John Connor, and he's fucking Batman. It's not impossible to uh, to basically manage and juggle uh, multiple franchise films, right, right? Right, but but him in the Terminator, number one, he started out. I he, I could swear he was being Batman. He was just going. Okay, well that's the problem of his performance. But it's you're saying right. you can't cast him because he's well, Earth. Yeah, yeah. I disagree well, with that. 
Well, you know what? The only thing I, I kind of I kind of agree with what Andrew's saying, and it's not so much that the actor can't do it. I just think it's a bit of a disservice to take this one actor and have him be two iconic characters. You know what I mean? Like John Connor is no Bruce Wayne. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, there's there's some. I mean, there are some movies out there, but I mean, it's only now that John Connor as an adult is even starting to be a character that we've watched. John Connor has been a kid throughout the movies that we've seen. And something else I want to add in about that I that I, I hear what you're saying about Chris Pine. The, the jaw structure, his eyes are a little bit too uh, blue, and I think they would come through that mask. He'd have to put some contacts on or something. I think he's, he's almost a little too good-looking to be Hal Jordan, I think. Well, I think uh, you Hal know, Jordan he's just is got... supposed to be a bit of a ladies' man. Like, I think he's supposed to be pretty good, but he is, in my mind, he's a dark-haired guy with dark eyes, like you're saying, and, and maybe that's being a little too specific. No, you know what's but... a, good, a good example? And, Andrew, you threw this out where if they're saying if we did this movie 10 years ago – do, uh, Dr. Ross era George Clooney probably would have been a good George uh, would have been a good Green Lantern. He probably he probably would have. Clooney's way too old now and probably a little and, well, bit way too big. Uh, like, like you, 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 you can't put a major actor like yeah you can't put yeah like a too popular you can't put a major actor like that in one of these. Well, roles. that's what I'm saying. Ten I, years I ago, like ten years yeah. ago, when he was on ER, you may have been yeah. able to pull it off. Are we actually Maybe, taking yeah. into these like actual current friggin' Hollywood deals and all this bullshit? No, no, I'm just, I just, I'm just bringing it up to try and uh, make my choice sound better. <laughs> you're trying to sabotage me, is what so you're saying? Basically. Well, so okay, well. Go ahead, Maybe Bill. if you said Sarkin, oh, I'd be more interested. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the only thing I, I want to throw out there about the, about this process, though, is so uh, you know, um, so like we're we're basing our decisions basically on look of the person, yeah. and Hollywood doesn't necessarily always do that. So like I'm I'm watching Entourage from season one, right? And they're talking about Vince being Aquaman. That character doesn't that dark haired fucking brown haired guy looks fucking nothing like an Aquaman. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and even. Um, there was, I had another example of that, actually a real example, not like a, a fictional TV show, but um, well, even Heath Ledger in The Joker, you know what I mean, which I'm sure you're going to get to, Andrew, you know, I wouldn't have, I would have never picked him. So that, that's the thing is, you know what I mean? Sometimes like we're focusing very much on what the person looks like and we're not talking really about acting chops. Oh, I am a little I mean? bit. I, I like, I, I guess you are. Yeah, like, you I are. Think, and I'm pretty sure, I mean, I think I Christian think and everybody did put out, uh, you know, acting ability. Like no one came out and said, I think the perfect Hal Jordan is Roman Williams. Like, it's like they're, you know, it's David Schwimmer. But, but, but though, I, all, all I'm saying is though, is because, because we're fans, we're, we're focusing first on the look of the person. Yeah. And then, and, you know, and, and we're looking at good actors who look like the character. And then it's, and that isn't necessarily think, the way Hollywood works. But I think hand in hand is the ability to uh, embody that character as well. Cause I mean, I don't think, you know, if Andy Dick looked a lot like fucking, uh, you know, Guy Gardner, I don't know if we'd want to ne- necessarily cast him. You know, like no, exa- true. exactly. I'm I'm actually surprised that nobody had said Nathan Fillion based on the fact that we watched that uh, amateur uh, fan put together one. I don't really see Nathan Fillion as it, but I'm actually shocked. I thought somebody would have pulled that out. But, but that, that's, what I'm, that's what I was trying to get to is that, though, is that Hollywood go and do some deal with Nathan Fillion because of the bullshit and the, the, uh, the deals that go on behind the scenes. And next thing you know, he could be a great fucking Green Lantern. But we're not, we're not about that, right? We're about trying to find the best person regardless of Hollywood bullshit for the role, which, does, which means basically you're never going to see any of these people that we're saying in these roles because right. we don't know what the fuck well, we're talking about. I'd like uh, to say if they with. were making a movie called Older Green Lantern, I think my pick would be the best. Okay, well, well, shut the fuck up. Based about on Thomas that, Kane. I think we can safely kick uh, Christian's pick out. And Downs doesn't even know who he was talking about. <laughs> His name is Joe Flanagan. That dude His was name good. Is if you... Jonathan Flanagan. <laughs> fuck so, you. He's I'm good. Gonna, I'm, and just playing, <laughs> and just playing host here. If you guys had to pick between Vartan and Chris, and is it Chris Pine? Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Yeah. Uh, Christian, who do you go for? Oh Christ, I pick Chris Pine. Downs, Michael Vartan, oh, and we're stuck what? too because I'd say Bartan. Well, I guess I guess this the tiebreaker goes to the host. The tiebreaker has to go to the host in the, in this case, but I based on the fact that if he's going to be younger, I don't know if Michael Vartan could pull off the younger run. I'm going to stick with it, and we're going to say this time we're casting Michael Vartan. He's the Green Lantern as far as the Atomic Geeks go. Rigged, yeah. Moving <laughs> fixes in. The fix is in. Uh, 
Now, the, it's funny that Downs, you brought up your point. The next person on my list is actually um, the person to replace Heath Ledger as the Joker. Now, I don't oh, know you're going to that one right away. I'm going straight to it because I think I don't want to wait till we're all drunk and not able to talk. Uh, I thought we could start right away with that one uh, as long as no one thinks it's sacrilege. Uh, let's start with you, Christian. I don't want to go first. I don't want to go first. <laughs> okay, Dejo. Dejo, I'm sure you have something that you can wax poetic about. Let's go. Well, uh, I, I don't think it's sacrilege because, like, I mean, I obviously we we all hold uh, Heath Ledger's performance in high regard, but it, it's you can't assume that they're never going to touch on the Joker in celluloid again. There's going to be another film interpretation of him, whether they use him in one of fucking Christian Bale's or if they do it in 15 years, but. Uh, th- this is an interesting one because Downs was saying, you know, how he couldn't under he he couldn't really picture Heath Ledger as the Joker, where the Joker is a character that, given the right makeup and the right uh, the way that you want to go, it pretty much uh, there's a lot of room for a, a bunch of different actors depending on the interpretation or uh, era of the Joker that you want to go at. You can go with the psychopath. You can go with the fucking Cesar Romero. You can go with the more uh, 1970s comic era. So I don't know if I want to necessarily replace Heath Ledger. I'm just thinking who else would make a pretty good uh, Joker right now? My actor is a little obscure, but I thought I definitely, when I think of Joker, I'm not not the one for the fucking – uh, Cesar Romero's 1960s Batman. I like my uh, Joker plenty psychotic. So uh, my Joker is an actor named Ben Foster. Uh, ben Foster was in Alpha Dog. He was also in 30 Days of Night and th- uh, 310 to Yuma. He was the basically the villain in Alpha Dog. He had the brush cut, if uh, anyone remembers him. Yeah, yeah, he's a skinny looking kid, kind of. Oh, that you mean the guy who beat up that like the really blonde and like shaved head? Yeah. That dude, yeah. He was the oh, angel in X Men. Yes, right. That's, oh, interesting. Interesting choice. That's interesting wow. Choice. That's that's a really good choice. I think yeah. now once again I am going somewhat in the same age range of what they did with Heath, but this guy has a, a real disturbed quality about him and definitely has some rage to him. I think mm. it would be a different oh, performance, yeah. but. Uh, I think I I think he could make a a pretty uh, compelling Joker. Yeah, I can see it. I mean, even when you look at the photos of him, he has that little bit of "Hey, I'm almost a good-looking dude, but I'll kill you if you look at me the wrong way. I'll kill you. Oh, I'll kill you. I'll, <laughs> I'll cut you. I'll cut you. Well, I mean that that his his performance in Alpha Dog was like amazing. I mean that dude was like. This is a scary motherfucker. I mean, I, I've the minute I saw that movie, I, I, I anything this guy's in, I've watched. I, I think have, he's great. I still have yet to see that movie. It was one and of those ones that I keep on. He was also in The Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, so, get off Thomas Jane. Listen, it's over. <laughs> yeah, it's Old never Lantern, gonna fucking happen. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Christian, can you go second or? Is yeah, that I'm go- I see. There you go. Because I mean, I'm glad I went second. Because uh, actually, I'm not glad I came second. That's a pretty tough act to follow. Because I. I have to admit that is a pretty good pick, and I had a really tough time thinking about this because I'm, I'm a I'm a big fan of the Batman, and as much as I'm a big fan of the Batman, I'm also a big fan of his arch nemesis, uh, the Joker. <laughs> and um, if I could turn back time a little bit, I think I would like to go a, a little outside the box, and I, I, w- I would have liked to have uh, cast a young Steve Buscemi. Mm. In the role of the Joker, really? Yeah, it would. I mean, uh, I like to give him props that he's he's got a little bit of that crazy looking, wiry kind of uh, attitude to him. Yeah. Of course, the only thing that uh, that bugs me about him as a pick would be his googly eyes. That and would probably teeth. be the the deal breaker. Uh, but then I'll admit that I was going to go for the uh, the friggin' easy choice, and I think to myself, you know what? Like it or not, I think fucking Johnny Depp would make a great fucking Joker. That's yeah. you know, Christian. I've got to tell you. I debated about Johnny Depp because I think he'd like I thought of him sort of in Tim Burton mode and how he could take that into a sort of a really interesting territory. But I got to say the Steve Buscemi one is pretty interesting. And I will also say young or today, because even today, depending on where you're how you're interpreting Joker, a little bit older, like they did with Nicholson. Yushemi could yeah. still probably work. It would definitely, they would definitely yeah. play a real mental game in the film with him as the Joker, which I think in some cases would be even more interesting. Yeah, I think he's a, I think he's a great actor. I think recently he's 
hasn't really been given any good roles. Like he's been playing joke roles with Adam Sandler movies or what have you for a long time. And his teeth would really throw me off. They're fucked up. But why? But for the Joker, the more fucked up, the better. Yeah. But I just googly eyes. Yeah. But I I don't know. I just, he's been playing such jokey stuff. I haven't seen him do anything good for a long time. But uh, you know, this is a tough one. I mean, I'm I'm a really big Steve Buscemi fan. Um, I I love his uh, Trees Lounge movie. He actually directed. Great movie. Um, And, you know, he's done some iconic, I mean, obviously Mr. Pink from Reservoir Dogs. Um, You know, I I think it's not so much his googly eyes and his teeth that would bother me. I think his voice, Mm -hmm. unless he could really disguise his voice, might kind of take me out of the story, I think. And he has a very distinctive voice. I don't know if that'll work with Joker. just have to really sinister it up a bit. Like, Heath Ledger did that Mm. so well as the Joker. You could tell a lot of the main thrust of his character was his fucking voice. Despite all of his physicality, his voice was the one that freaking sold it to you, you know? And you can think Buscemi could probably pull off the fucking Joker laugh. It's just, you're right. He'd have to crazy his voice up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and and even and even then, is that gonna like because his voice will get gets really high, right? And so like, is that gonna be too Reservoir Dog ish, or you know, like him, like you know, he freaks out in his movies most of the time, right? Like he gets really all upset and he gets into that high pitched. I'm just like, I don't know that. I don't know. It's, the, the it's, an, it's an interesting from, choice. The Joker from the animated series, Batman the animated series, you know, voiced by Mark Hamill. He was a freaking screechy, crying motherfucker, and that was a great, great freaking version of Bat or uh, the Joker as well. Yeah, that good point. That's a great that, point. That's a, point. That's a very that's good. Point. Downs, do you have yeah. someone? I do. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, like Christian, um, I do love the Batman, and I would even almost argue I love the Joker even more so. Um, I have a court jester tattoo. Um, you know, I, 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 I love the Joker. He's one of my all-time favorite characters. Um, again, I'm not very good at this game, but uh, when I was thinking about this, there was one mind, one name that, that jumped out at me, and that was Crispin Glover. Mm, that's um, interesting. I, I, that is a, he's a weird-looking fucking he's dude, and look, I thought... Yeah. You know, that's what I thought of. I thought, you know, he, well, well, he's not only got the look, he is a uh, certified, I think, uh, like Buscemi even, good character actor. And, and I thought this, and younger, and I thought, you know, with some really good makeup, this guy could do some crazy shit with a Joker. Again, I, I'm like DJ, I'm more of a fan of the psycho Joker. Um, you know, I, I liked what he uh, he did, and, and my favorite comic books are when Joker is doing crazy shit and, and killing people, you know what I mean? And I thought, wow, Crispin Glover could really add a creepiness to the Joker, you know what I mean? Like, uh, Heath, he does, as, 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 as great as he was, people really, almost, you leave the movie almost really uh, liking Joker than, more than anybody else. And I think, well, at least Crispin Glover could maybe be a little bit creepier so that you didn't like him a little bit, unless you were, like, a really dark fan, yeah. you know what I mean? I think yeah. the majority might not get into that, and I thought, a silly that comment I have about Crispin Glover. I actually remember his performance in one of those friggin' Charlie's Angels movies. And I didn't think it was that bad, actually. Right. He, he's in both, actually. He actually was played the guy with the swords and shit. Is yeah, that what yeah, it was? Yeah. It wasn't yeah. that bad. No. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he actually takes their hair, right? Yeah. He, he ends up loving Drew Barrymore, and in the end, he's in the second one, he's like their protector, yeah. it turns out. In the first yeah, one, he, he's like a villain. He, second one, he's like a face. He actually plays the villain pretty well in that movie, and that I can see where you're going with that, Downs. I actually... That's a. I, I didn't even think about that. Uh, Crispin Glover would probably make a pretty decent one. Um, at he, this can point, I just say? Can I just? Yeah, sorry, I'm yeah. going to jump in here for a second on the Crispin Glover train. Uh, I thought when you first were mentioning, it, you go, he's certified. I thought you were going to say certified crazy because he does look like he is a little <laughs> fucking off. That guy. But you know, you just brought up a really good point. I would like to actually see them go very far with a Joker character where he'd actually become scary to the point. And I think that was what you were alluding to, because I think Heath really brought that psych, that psychotic element of it, but there was still that rooting for him. And maybe that inevitably will happen with Joker because he's such an awesome character, but I'd like someone like Crispin Glover or even Buscemi or potentially Ben Foster could bring like a, forget the anti-hero. We're talking like, like scary. Like I'm talking uh, Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs, Mm-hmm. Fucking crazy character, which I like my, you know, the I think of like the uh, Joker from Arkham Asylum, that Grant Arkham Morrison. Arkham Asylum, movie, uh, absolutely. Where absolutely. we're talking like this thing, this motherfucker is crazy. Like the, 
And I'm almost think, on the point of being like a horror movie villain. Yeah, somewhat. Well, yeah, and, and, and then the fact that he has to be taken down. The problem is that you've had before is that people like him. It's like, why can't the Joker still keep doing what he's doing? Sure, he's killing people, but is that so bad? Yeah. You know, I, I would like to see, to your point, Mike, a, a scary Joker where it's like, this guy has got to be stopped. He's just doing cra- – he's killing uh, crazy shit, and it's just, you know, it, God, we got to stop this guy like a horror movie almost. Yeah. I, I would like I just that. Hope, that I don't cool. really hope they attempt to even fulfill this role again for at least another ten years. I don't know about te- I don't know about ten years. Like the question ten is, years. I've said I've it. Heard, okay, thank you. <laughs> I was I was going to Mark, say Andre. Words. I was going to say Andre the Giant. Christian. No. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, what will you do now, Batman? <laughs> I need a huge bottle of wine because my hand's so big. <laughs> but the, then I will see you at the WrestleMania. <laughs> Anybody want that was to good. Um, <laughs> the uh, the I I'm going to say my my choice literally was replacing Heath Ledger. Like, what happens if right now they say, you know what, we had a role, we have Batman the next the next Dark Knight ready to film we've got a script and joker's a big part of it who can we put in there to replace heath ledger oh my god what are we going to do and jim conway yes <laughs> you're going to lose you're going to lose a, a couple million do- a few million dollars if you do For that sure. that's but what you're going to do this is all i'm saying is this is how i w- i wrote down my cast or my choice right. for this and i i'll have to say i struggle with this one and, and it, this might even seem like i'm grasping at straws a little bit until you think about it um i was actually saying brad pitt now, I know a oh lot of people God. probably roll your eyes about it, but if you think about Brad Pitt's roles in 12 Monkeys and some of the other crazy-ass ones, he can play that whacked-out-of-his-mind character. Um, after hearing all of your choices, I think my choice isn't quite as good. I would I agree. Think, <laughs> but I still think Brad Pitt's a good actor. I think, given the chance, he probably could pull it. Okay, are we going to defend... Are we are we defending Brad Pitt as a good actor, or are we defending his ability to play the Joker? Well, you can no, you can smash his ability to play the Joker all you want. Good actor, Shoot great actor, and he's pr- yeah. too big. He's proven that he yeah. can play crazy. But I'm telling you, one Downs just said this: he's too big. Two, yeah. he's too. Regardless how much fucking makeup you put on, he's too a list leading fucking man to be the Joker. Like it's well, yeah. and I, and I agree with that now. But I was just thinking about how Brad Pitt. Can, actually has the ability and probably would have the ability to play that and you could fuck him up with makeup like he doesn't I mean, have to I mean to your defense Andrew I mean uh, Johnny Depp is a very very close friggin like uh, partner to that friggin choice yeah. but at least Johnny Depp has proven more that I guess somehow that he's could do that shit crazy ass shit I guess I don't know yeah I don't I I still I mean if, if for my choice I'm gonna have to say I'm going with what with the actor that DJ pulled out I'm not not doing Johnny Depp or anything like that, but that Ben Foster guy, I think that's a pretty decent pick. What do you guys say? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like Crispin Glover. I mean, I... Uh... Uh, I, I I would say no to Steve Buscemi. I, I guess I'd be split between Crispin Glover or Ben Foster, personally. Christian? Um, I, the only criticism I could have for Ben Foster is, is he's probably quite young. And, and then, unless he could actually make him look significantly older, he would look quite young, I think, compared to the Batman. And Crispin Glover is what? Ah, uh, uh, I would go with Crispin Glover, but I mean, I think Ben Foster's a really good choice, though. Uh. Mm. Okay, so it's hard. I mean, they're 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 too. Sorry. I'm gonna, I, I'm going to stick with my more well, my own pick. Yeah, yours. So we're once again we're uh, stalemated. We're, we're stalemated there, um, and I'm. Gonna have to use the power of uh, power of veto here. Crispin Glover was a very good choice. I didn't even see that one, uh, but I didn't see the Ben Foster one coming. And we're gonna have to give that edge to Mr. Foster. Yeah. Oh, you know what though? You could also nice. pick uh, the guy who played Boner on Growing Pains, who was who played the Joker in that friggin' independent Batman. Batman dead end. You know that mm. <laughs> they had Batman versus the Predator and the Joker. No, no Christian, we that was awesome actually. <laughs> Yeah, that was yeah. that, what was the guy's name? Uh, Boner. Andrew Koenig. He's the son of Walter Koenig <laughs> from Star Trek. His name is. Oh, it's cooler Boner. when you call him Boner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's way that's way better. All right, let's move on to the, our next uh, our next uh, casting call here. They're pulling a lot of TV shows, old TV shows, and making them into movies. Mm. Let's say they make a live action uh, movie of the Happy Days. Who plays? The Fonz. 
Eh? Man, I can go Henry first. Winkler, mm-hmm. Who replaced him? You said you can't go first? Or you I said I can't. I'll go first on this one. All right, you take it. I'm glad you actually said that because was, that was the next question I was going to ask. Is this Happy Days that we're re- recasting the Fonz? Uh, is this going to be a movie or are they actually re- like, you know, reimagining it for television? And uh, I assumed it was going to be for movies. And I was, I was thinking around. I said to myself, well, who better to play the Fonz than Henry Winkler? Uh, himself because he's still alive, but then I thought, no, no, that's, Don Knotts. That's a bit of a that's a bit of a cop out. So yeah. no, they killed him in Scream. Is he still alive? <laughs> in the movie world, yes, he's dead. <laughs> uh, but the actual the actor that I thought would play the Fonz, and I think this is, I only basically picked him. Well, a he's a good actor, and B he's got the schnoz for it. Uh, is Adrian Brody? <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, really? I, yes. that guy he, is he, so he, far he, from the word cool. It's not even fucking he's funny. He's an actor for crying out loud. He's got a big hair. He's got dark hair. He could friggin' it. Fonz but it could up. you see him going a? Like, no you, okay, who could you see going a then? I, you, well, can I okay, go before, next? Well, before we get into that, I just want to say, like, you have to think the Fonz is a little tongue in cheek. I think Adrian Brody is like a pretty serious actor. Who Jesus is a good actor? Like, what is this? Are we actually Hollywood fucking casting agents? Yes. Always fucking sh- bunch of guys in our basement. Well, fucking- Christian, Christian, the three of us are. I don't know what you are. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be with I these choices. That's for damn sure. Look up Adrian Brody on your internet things and take a look. I, I don't think I'm that far off. I am. I've never seen the Fonz with a goatee. I don't like this guy oh, at all. Shit. Your well, yeah, choice no, sucks. Good, good, good lord, they can't shave a guy's face for Christ's sake. <laughs> <a movie. laughs> I'm not saying. I don't think it's horrible choice i'm just saying he's really skinny for the fonts like i couldn't see him even wearing a leather jacket henry winkler was not a monster. yeah because henry winkler was a mountain of a man biceps oh, the size yeah, of cantaloupe that's not what I'm, you know what i'm saying this guy is a toothpick jesus you know what Christ. christian i will i'm gonna throw this out i i don't think that's a terrible uh a thought because this one it's hard the fonts yeah, is hard it's a very it's very hard okay then sean penn Fuck you all. <laughs> sure. DJ, all right. DJ, what do you, what I do you have, have? This one I had a lot of difficulties with because uh, to Christian's point, how can you replace the leather boots of uh, Arthur Fonzarelli <laughs> that Henry Winkler did so well with his he, – uh, he's what, 5'2"? I guess we have to try to find a 5'2 mm. actor. No, but Adrian Brody's not bad. This one, I don't know how great mine is, but I had to pick uh, Crybaby era – Johnny Depp. Hmm. Yeah, I can I can see that. Like he played the sort of Elvis type of role, that type of you know, leather jacket. Quirky, he could pull off the sort of like, hey, snapping his finger. I don't know. Like that's yeah, maybe you should yeah, set a precedent right now that uh, Johnny Depp can basically do fucking anything. <laughs> so angry. I, can he play? <laughs> but wait a minute, he could play like Betty Rubble in a movie. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, he's With got the right makeup. He's yes. got the lips for it. <laughs> Jeez. Johnny Depp, like, well, like we've said a hundred times, he's probably a little too beyond the Fonz. I, I see your your point, but he's, I don't know, did, is it just me or is Fonz kind of like a joke? Like he's kind of, he's the coolest guy, but it's also a little tongue in cheek with the Fonz. Well, I would assume the a joke, you goddamn bastard. Well, I would assume that the Happy Days movie, and I know we're probably going to offend Christian here, this thing's going to be almost, uh, yeah, to your point, Andrew, a tongue-in-cheek fucking movie. So anyone that thinks totally. that they're getting Martin Scorsese presents Happy Days, <laughs> like that's yeah. not that's not happening, man. Like so, the the it will be done, kind of poking fun of it. So that's why yeah. I thought, you know, Johnny Depp could, does play that quirky pretty well. He's a a uh, good-looking enough guy. He's got, you know, he's kind of got the looks. I mean, he doesn't, uh, I mean, he pulled off, I guess, Italian and what was that one movie with Al Pacino that he did? Donnie Brasco. Great movie. Uh, yeah, great movie. I, I don't know. I think uh, Christian and I are both good, but, I mean, it's a tough one. Let yeah. me just talk about the Fonz for a second, though. I think the most hilarious thing about that character on television, by the end of the run of the series, this guy was a fucking basically mythological creature, for Christ's sakes. I mean, he was a part owner of a restaurant, part owner of a garage. He was dating a single mother with a kid, and he was teaching high school, for Christ's sakes. Not only freaking hitting jukebox and picking any fucking song he wants. The guy was a freaking <laughs> unbelievable. 
What what mythology did you read though? Because the mythology like, of television. I was, I was gonna <laughs> say, I'm like, what? He's like, you know, man, he's a teacher. He owns a garage. I'm like, that doesn't That's, sound that fucking fantastic at this point. I don't know. <laughs> it I don't sounds know. pretty run of the mill. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever run a garage? Tough. <laughs> yeah, the seventy second son of Zeus. Not really much for power, but boy, could he teach. <laughs> Downs, what did you have for a uh, thing to hide up my terrible joke? Uh, um, my pick isn't necessarily great either, and we definitely suffer from an age problem. Uh, one of these guys would be young, um, but uh, I can't help but think of one of those little Jonas Brothers uh, could, could pull off this uh, – Role pretty pretty easily, maybe in a couple of years with a little bit of maturity. But they're maybe I've just watched too much much more music lately because they're on every goddamn very, commercial. But the very fact that you actually know what the Jonas Brothers look like means you're off the podcast. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm, I, I couldn't tell you a fucking song they sing or who they are. You know, but they're they got the dark hair. They're fucking yeah. hip with all the girlies and the kids. I don't know. I think that, one of those uh, kids Bob could pull song. it off. Actually. That wouldn't even be that bad of a choice uh, coming to Downs' defense here because if the Happy Days, the movie, became a reality, it was it would probably be directed at kids. And exactly. if you had one of those idiot brothers in there, they would attract hundreds of millions of young girls to watch this well, movie. Well, that's why, you know, in Downs' defense also, my one of one, my choices when I was mulling this over, I went – would it be Zach Efron? Like, is that who they put as the fucking Fonz? But then I was like, no. Whoa. Because when I was about to say Zach Efron out loud, I went like this. It's funny you say that because my wife suggested Zach Efron, Zach, whatever that Zach Efron. Amen. And I was like, ah, that you know, I don't know. People He's... Magazine's hottest bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. Okay, well, the, uh, that's that's our choice. I I when I was trying to pick the Fonz, I was trying to think of something who was a little bit older because for some reason, not only was he the son of Zeus according to Christian, he was a little bit creepy and older than everybody else. He hung out with high school students and he was in his thirties. Um, he you know dro- driving his motorcycle around and hanging out with Richie Cunningham. The choice that came to mind was a um, Matt LeBlanc from Friends. He's Italian. Right. He's got the hair, and he, and also he's not much of an actor, so he probably actually, got him cheap. To your point, though, uh, Richie Cunningham was actually uh, in Greenland serving in the United States Army, so he wasn't hanging out with Fonzie during the later seasons. <laughs> Thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia, that's my own imagination. Oh, I know, I'm, I was talking to that. No, but you know, Andrew, so, you know what, that's funny when you say that, because uh, while you were describing that, I thought, you know, actually, the Fonz is kind of like Matthew McConaughey's character. That's a, yeah, that's from uh, what? What's that movie that the Richard Linklater? Dazed and confused. Dazed and confused. He is. Yeah, yeah, I love he that. He is kind of <laughs> that creepy guy. That's like, dude, you're 35, and like, why are you hanging out with us here while we're trying to have a fucking soda pop? Like, yeah, I love- hey, you're a freshman. What 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 does the crap of uh, freshman chicks look like this year? <laughs> <laughs> I love about high school. I keep. Yeah, I think you just stumbled upon like a really good pick for the Fonz, dude. Matthew, Matthew McConaughey he would be pretty fucking good choice. I had, yeah, I had him down as a as a previous. So, but I had erased him and went with Matt LeBlanc because he was more Italian looking. <laughs> hey, man, hey man, hey man, you got a joint? No, not on me, man. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. That's, That's one of my a favorite lines. Movie, man. Now, let, let me throw this out there. I happen to be on uh, Johnny Depp's IMDP page. He's got 14 projects in the go. Number six is Happy Days. What? Chuck. Fuck yes. you. Go there. Fuck you. Go check. I'm not making this shit up. Go fucking check right now. IMDB, number six of his projects in development, Happy Days. So it, Everything go. goes quiet while we're all checking. I, 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 I'm there right now. <laughs> Oh, dun, it's, it's about friggin' dun, a, dun, a, dun, a, Andrew, that was put in that technical difficulties right now. All right, while we're all uh, trying to fill space and look up, so there you, this guy named Joe Happy and his accountant. <laughs> the, okay, uh, well, Andrew, like, are we calling an audible here and saying Matthew McConaughey? I, you know what? Matthew McConaughey would be good, but don't, isn't he? Well, as I say, isn't oh, he's no, kind of he's, he's getting up there. No, what about Bradley? What about Bradley Cooper from The Hangover? The main guy from The Hangover. He'd make but, I'd have to look him up. I don't know who he is. Put some like black hair on him or what? I, I don't like. No, I don't like him. No, 
All right, nope. let's. Is everyone in agreement that Matthew McConaughey would make the best Bond? No. Or do we have to stick with our four choices and make a go of that? I, I don't care. Nobody wants Adrian Brody. I'm sticking with Adrian Brody. As host, you can figure out your own fucking shit. Well, Christian's wrong yet again. Is anyone willing um, to give up their. Is there, yeah. So we've got because Adrian Brody, Johnny Depp, Matt LeBlanc, and one of the. What are they called? Jonas Brothers. Jonas Brothers. Have we had a stalemate? Nobody's willing to give up anything. I'm, I think I'd I, I, I would give up. I mean, I, I don't. I don't. I'm not married to the Jonas Brothers. I mean, I think uh, hope McConaughey. Whoa! <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> it was. It was a quick ceremony. We were in Vegas. I don't want to talk about it. My lawyers quickly. have told me to stay the fuck away from it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Actually, actually, just to grab on to the Bradley Cooper, I like this dude. He was an alias and a great yeah. character. Yeah. He's, he's no Fonz, though. I mean, yeah. so to me, McConaughey's probably the best one we've come up with here. And he'd have to, he'd have to you know, work it, I think, because he's a little bit probably just a tiny bit too old. Let's not forget, the Fonz was older than the kids he was hanging out sure. with, right? I mean, sure. he had an apartment and was riding a motorcycle and was hitting on uh, Mrs. Uh, what's her name? See? Mr. C, right? But, I mean, of, of the ones we've said, I'll go with McConaughey. He was a high school dropout trying to find his way, all right? So he worked swap, in the garage. I'm swapping. I'm swapping, too. Yeah, but, no, but, no, but, he, yeah, but he, he was older than the kids he was no, hanging out with. He I was mean, older because he didn't go to fucking high school. Dude, no, but I mean, the, he, he, he was older. Whether that was just Henry Wrinkler's casting, he appeared older than the rest of the kids on the show. Yeah, he was older because he was cooler. Christian, wow, let it go, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who wants to play the, the Fonz? Christian does, I think. I would play the Fonz. I would be good at it. No, you wouldn't. What? You would never get cast as the Fonz, buddy. <laughs> okay. Well, Look at my I'm, picture. I am the I'm, Fonz. If we can pull it back together, Christian, I'm going to go with Matthew McConaughey. I'm doing the, I'm doing the same thing. That wild card, just, just, he beat mine. Mine was stupid. So, yeah. DJO, you sticking with yours? Uh... Johnny Depp or Matthew McConaughey, Adrian Brody. I'll I'll, I'll go with Matthew McConaughey. Christian, nope. once again on the losing side. Nope, I'm sticking <laughs> with it. All right. All right. Okay, hold on, hold on, just, hold on. Just before we just before we leave uh, uh, again, I fucking love IMDb. You know this Bradley Cooper dude is signed uh, on for the A team in 2010, he and he, of course, he's going to play Lieutenant Templeton Faceman Peck. That's actually pretty good casting. Yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to throw that out there while I was looking at his You want to open another friggin' uh, carton of fish for crying out loud? Don't even start talking about the fucking A-team. Um, <laughs> all right, guys, let's move on to the next one. Uh, what I have is actually uh, could be tough for casting. It's a cartoon that I'd like to cast in a live-action film. Peter from The Family Guy. Let's start. Who wants, to, who wants to take that one? Christian, I know you probably don't want to go first. No, I'll uh, go first. I'll go first. Uh, my pick for this role, and actually, again... There I was, thinking about this, researching, searching, searching, searching for the perfect person who could fulfill this role of an animated character. So uh, my pick for Peter from The Family Guy would be uh, former uh, actor from the show Mad TV, uh, now uh, co-host on The Howard Stern Show. I would say Artie Lang. Oh, that's a good hmm. choice. He's pretty funny. Interesting. And his acting abilities would be the most questionable part. But, I mean, physically mm. and maybe even humor-wise, he would be pretty fucking good. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right about in terms of acting skills. When we've seen him, he's pretty much pay- played himself one character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's a pretty interesting pick. Yeah, I think, I mean, the only, the, the only downfall is that is probably because he's a cartoon, Peter has such a distinct voice. And, obviously, the testicles on the chin, he has such a distinct look. That would, that's a tough one. But You're going to have to let some shit go with the yeah, way he looks, yeah. sure. right? You can't get that unless, yeah. unless you're looking on Snopes. They actually have a picture of someone that looks just like him. <laughs> but they, uh, that, yeah, like it's a cartoon made real life. They'll either do it with makeup or whatever. So, DJ, who do you have? I, I think uh, Artie Lang is uh, pretty good. I mean, he definitely embodies some of the elements of uh, Peter Griffin. Mine is the actor Zach Galifianakis. He's the guy currently in The Hangover right. with the beard. Uh, I think he could actually potentially pull off the uh, the voice of Peter and al- also the mannerisms. And if you haven't seen him on funnyordie.com on his little skits between two ferns, cheap plug, those are pretty fucking funny too as well. Uh, he's the hot thing in Hollywood. No, I know yeah. we're not uh, necessarily giving a shit about that. Right. And I, I mean, I can, 
Yeah, I get it. I get that. And I think also, too, when you do think about casting things in Hollywood, that would have a big, big part to play with it. Oh, my God, he's coming off of this big hit, The Hangover. Where can we put him next? Hey, Peter Griffin, he's kind of fat. He's kind of whatever. We've never seen him without a beard. Throw him in. Because you know what I think about it? It's like realistically, if I mean, if if we could grab a time machine and fucking pull him before he died back in the fucking 80s. I think most people would cast John Belushi as fucking Peter Griffin. No, I would oh. say John Belushi. And I think that there, there are some comparisons being thrown around that Zach is the, ne- the, the, the this generation's or is potentially going to be this generation's John Belushi. So I kind of thought about that when I was figuring it out because I think Belushi would be a perfect fucking uh, Peter Griffin. Yeah, I don't know a lot about the Zach, the Zach guy, but what, what little I do know is that he's one of these friggin' underground kind of guys that is so super fucking funny, but he's not mainstream enough yet for everyone to know about him. But anybody who's familiar with comedy or is like in the know of comedy, this guy's like friggin' dynamite. He's pretty funny, but Artie Lang is also a really good choice too. So I, I like that one as well. Okay. What do you let's uh, downs? What do you what do you have? Yeah, I went a little bit of a different way with this guy. Um, this guy, I, I, his name is Josh Gad. He was in the Rocker. Um, he's a chubby guy. He's got this black curly hair. I think we'd have to kind of fix his hair. He was also on a TV show called Back to You, which had Kelsey Grammer um, and the uh, Ray Romano's wife from uh, Everyone Loves Raymond. And this guy was a, is a really funny young actor. He happens to be pretty chubby. And I, I just thought he was a really good, funny character. And my wife said that he would be good, so that's yeah, why I you said know, You know what? Like looking at, looking at a picture of him that I just brought up on my computer, actually not a bad little choice. Like he does actually, have Actually, I'm, I'm seeing the same pictures, and I think that's actually a really good choice. Again, the only thing to his detriment is essentially his age. Oh, yeah, cause cause he yeah, yeah, he's young, young, eh? And should, he looks a little young, at yeah. At this point, should we officially put the plug out that uh, this episode is sponsored by imdb.com? <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> shit. It would be nice if they did pay for it. We're going IMDb, to Hawaii! Direct by! <laughs> but I guess, you know, just to, to close on this guy, is he's, and when I've seen him, he's really funny. He's a really good actor. I liked that movie, The Rocker, uh, if you haven't seen it, with uh, the guy who plays Dwight from The Office. Uh, funny little movie. And uh, I thought this, the, he was really good, too, on um, that uh, Back to You show with Kelsey Grammer and that other chick uh and so he was he was a funny guy and i thought you know he could he could pull it off maybe he's got a good look but i do agree with christian it's the age that might kind of hurt that yeah yeah you're right that's a good point and penis size look at that penis it's so small uh well there's our first penis reference there's our first cock joke tag earn you must be on the imdb after dark website (laughs) uh when I when I was thinking of Peter from the Family Guy, one name came to mind originally, and it was Norm. But I thought, you know, George <laughs> Went, who was Norm on Cheers, is way too old to play that part now, and isn't probably as slapsticky funny as as I would uh, as you'd pick for Peter. The next one that popped into my head was Drew Carey, and whether or not I don't know whether or not Drew Carey could pull it off, but he is he does kind of have that look. He's a bit chubby, whatever. Maybe he could do it with the glasses and whatnot. But my final answer for this one, and you'll have to look it up to believe me, and this is only strictly based on looks, is Michael Moore. Have you seen the way Michael Moore looks with his double chin and his glasses? He looks like Peter Griffin. Granted, he could do it as an actor, but... Yeah, he's big, he's fat, but he has no acting ability whatsoever. Well, yeah, but like I'm saying, it's based on the it's based on what he looks like. I'm But I thought we were casting like people to act I'm in going the movie. to fight you. Yeah, no. <laughs> I am not going to invest my 10 million dollars in this movie with Michael Moore. Forget it. I don't know, maybe he could act, you don't know. He does look just like him though. I no, look at the he picture, does. But... It's pretty bang on. I do agree with you on that, but I I mean I I I have to call out that he's not an actor. No, exactly. I mean, obviously, I'm playing. It's he's the exact opposite. Obviously, I mean, based, based on that silly... physicality, I would probably pick a young or an older Marlon Brando to play Peter Griffin as Family Guy because he's big he's and dead. Fat. Well, and the problem with with Michael Moore is all of a sudden Peter Griffin would turn to the camera and start bitching about some political thing, right? Like that just wouldn't work. That's true. <laughs> there he goes wearing a ball cap. My yeah. my attempt at humor dashed. Okay. The, <laughs> yeah, uh, it was good. I, I actually, no, but he, good look. He, he does look the part. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah, he totally does. So what are the what are the four that we have? Obviously, Michael Moore. Nobody's going for Michael Moore. We've got this. 
what's his name? Downs? Uh, Josh Gad. Okay, Christian, who do you have? Artie Lang. That's a great fucking name. Artie Lang's terrible. Uh, <laughs> and then I had Zach Galifianakis. Hmm. I, I think it's a draw. I don't, I don't think we did a good job really I, casting this I don't character. think so, but I think Downs, the guy, has the look. For sure. No, I no, I I'll tell you right now. I would actually go with Downs if he was older. It's a really good pick, but I think he's too young. I'm sticking with my pick, dude. You always stick with your pick. I'm sorry if I believe in my own self. Okay, oh, that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> no one is better than Krishna casting animated characters. Right, Downs, are you are you siding with anyone, or are you sticking to your guns? No, like I said, I, I don't think we really nailed it uh, at all. Yeah. Okay, but then so. other ones that we haven't nailed, which one do you like that's the most nailable? If those were the only No, if I was a casting agent, I would have another session. Does that answer your question? Jesus oh, Christ, okay. make a fucking choice. I don't like anybody. I don't think we did it. Uh, I don't know the Zach Gala, Gala, whatever his name is. I don't think Artie Lang, just, I don't think he's a good act, good enough actor. What you guys said about Josh Gad, I agree with that. He's a little bit too young. Uh, he's got the black well, curly hair, which doesn't fit. I'm th- I don't so. want Crispin Glover anymore. I want, who do we pick? I want the other guy. <laughs> <Fuck you. laughs> right. So I want host, the angel guy, Mexman. <laughs> as host, Michael an asshole. Said, uh worst movie ever. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's also going to be a documentary as well, yeah. apparently. Yes, it's going to be terribly boring and slow. About the gross national product. Exactly. Fine, That's leaving, what I was going to say. I'm leaving yeah. that one. I'm, About like the unemployed just, auto workers. I would like to just walk away from that one then with our Sandy still somewhat in check. Uh, I think we've uh, put a fork in that one. It seems to be done. Pretty good topic and uh, a lot of good uh, casting done. Uh, let's move forward for Atomic Picks. Let's start with Mr. DiGiovanni. Well, uh, my Atomic Pick this week is uh, a movie that just came out on DVD, and it's called Old Green Lantern with Thomas Jane. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> I nearly choked on my black eyes, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> um, I think I may I, – I thank you for picking me first, Andrew, for my real atomic pick because I might mm. be beating somebody to the punch here. I think uh, you are. So my pick is uh, a brand-new series, a television series called Virtuality, uh, and this is from uh, a couple of the masterminds that gave us Battlestar Galactica. The uh, Virtuality just debuted uh, this past Friday on Fox and on City TV in Canada. Uh, It was the two-hour pilot, and the show has not been picked up yet for a series, and they're going to do it based on the success of how the the two-hour program did. And let me tell you, god damn, do they need to pick this show up. Uh, Ronald D. Moore, who uh, worked on Battlestar Galactica and is also working on Virtuality, has really proven himself the modern master of adult sci-fi, very sophisticated television Virtuality was this was a fucking amazingly produced show. It was actually directed by Peter Berg, who uh, directed a few films, including The Rundown and Hancock. Uh, This was unlike anything that I've seen on TV. It was fantastic. Uh, I do urge any fans of BSG, if you haven't checked out uh, Virtuality, take a look. But anyone that just is interested in really smart uh, television, let's give this a chance. and definitely uh, check out Virtuality, and hopefully this will get picked up as a series. So that's my pick of the week. All right. Uh, Downs, I'm going to go to you because I'm guessing that DJ just stole something from you. Yeah, he, he did. Um, uh, virtuality fucking blew me away. Uh, I cannot say enough good things about this. But what I do want to say is that, uh, you know, those uh, listeners uh, listeners of ours in the States have a bit of a luxury that we don't have in Canada. We, we don't get to influence uh, shows getting picked up. But if you're listening to this podcast, you can go out there and you can go to Fox.com and you can watch this show and that'll be noticed. So please, please do it. Um, it is a fucking amazing show. And uh, it's something that in Canada we don't have the luxury of. We, we don't get to go to Fox.com. That shit is blocked. They won't broadcast to us. So, uh, you know, we're relying on our brothers and sisters in the States to uh, hook us up with this show. Um, And since that was stolen, let me just say that I am almost offended that no one on this podcast has listened to the Big, uh, the Big Bang Theory. Um, This show is really, really aimed at our audience. Um, 
there was one show where these these four geeks were like dressing up to uh, as superheroes, and they all argued about who was going to be the Flash. And then they all had to go on and, and figure out, okay, if you're the Flash, I'm going to be so and so. This is a very very smart television show, um, and I'm really pretty much just saying this because I want the three guys on this podcast to listen to to watch the show. As I said, I don't watch it weekly. It's not it's not amazing, but it is really aimed at our audience. It's been around. I think it's on its second or third season, um, and it is really really good. So I think you should uh, you should check that out that's something that i would say for a pick okay uh let's go to christian uh my atomic pick for this week lately i've been uh on my uh pvr i've been recording batman the brave and the bold and spectacular spider-man the auspices that i wanted my young 19 month old son to watch it but let me just say i'll I'll come clean right now is that this spectacular spider-man the animated series is pretty fantastic and no offense to my son, I've been watching the newest episodes and deleting them before I could show them to him. They've been showing uh, basically the, the origin of, Sp- of Spider-Man from beginning to end, and thus far the, their, their interpretation of the characters and the storyline has been pretty friggin' awesome. Uh, at this point right now, the Green Goblin is heavy into the series, Black Cat, and now the alien symbiote costume. So if you're looking for some good Spider-Man goodness, check out the Spectacular Spider-Man animated series. My pick this week is one that I've mentioned before. It is Uncharted Drake's Fortune. This is not a new game, uh, but it is exclusive on the PS3, and I finally picked it up, and I wanted to play it before Drake's Fortune, the sequel, comes out, or Uncharted, the sequel, comes out. This game is fantastic. Uh, I'm I'm just sort of in the middle of it right now, uh, but needed a pick for tonight, and uh, this is really the closest thing I could say to making you feel like you're Indiana Jones. This is a, a third-person shooter um, that has fantastic cutscenes and uh, very good graphics for a game that's been out for quite some time. So if you are one of the few people like myself who haven't played this game, I would suggest picking it up. So that's going to do it this week for the Atomic Geeks and our casting call. Next week on the Atomic Geeks, you can listen to host Mike DiGiovanni, and it's time again for It's a Redo, and the Atomic Geeks break down what's wrong with Superman Returns. <laughs> with a little excitement there. Or what isn't wrong with Superman Returns? Oh, I can't wait for that one, dude. <laughs> so, uh, once again, you can uh, get us on Twitter, Facebook, and, of course, on theatomicgeeks.com, where we'd love to hear your casting calls from this week or just about anything on the show, uh, check us out there. Thank you and good night. You've just listened to another episode of The Atomic Geeks. Visit us at theatomicgeeks.com. Production by Andrew Bloom. Title track by Don't Look Down. Um, I don't think I have to explain casting to anybody out there, but um, we've got movies potentially that we're doing. Uh, here I go explaining it now after I said I was going to say, well, you're going to do it anyways. <laughs> huh? What? So anyway. Now, see, what you do in movies is you put actors in them. <laughs> so, and they start, pretend to be people they're not. <laughs>